Welcome back or welcome to another episode of the Success Times Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Thompson. And today, a little bit of a solo episode all about parenting and being a dad. I have three boys and have been a father for the past nine years and continue to be that. And so today, the five takeaways that I have learnt in that time. If you do enjoy this episode or any of the episodes that we do put together or interview people, I would love for you to share them with the people around you and for you to subscribe to whatever channel that you you receive us through. Uh, it really makes a difference. So I really appreciate that in advance. The first thing that came to mind was, I guess, the story about when I became a father in the first place, and that was back in 2014. Ted was premature by a week, and so therefore he had, he had to spend that week in sort of care. He had to be fed by a tube for the first week. And I remember within a few hours of him being born, I walked into that uh, area of the hospital and the nurse was handing over to another nurse. And as I walked in, she said, oh, this is, to speaking to the other nurse saying, this is Theodore's dad. And it was that moment that it hit me that this is it. This is, you are, that's who you are. And it is the most amazing feeling I have, I think, ever experienced that sense of love and eternal responsibility and eternal and unconditional love for something that's just been created. So, um, that was, that was, that was the story about, I guess, from when I became the first day that I became a father. And soon after that, I, yeah, I decided to leave law and work on the online coaching business because I didn't want to miss a minute. I didn't like the idea of spending 60 hours in an office whilst he was growing up. So I think fatherhood is such an important piece to my life. And I think probably if I'm being vulnerable and honest, it, you know, I didn't have a, a strong, consistent male role model in my life growing up. And so it was definitely that anti-role model or the anti-situation that I was, I'm driven by and continue to still to be driven by to provide that to my kids because I don't want that for them. And I'm not materialistic. I don't shower them with, you know, all the things, but certainly being there for them always. Every soccer game, every recorder ensemble, everything, I want to be there because that didn't happen for me. So that's where that comes from. But anyway, five things. I think the first thing is understanding the three types of person that you are when it comes to interacting with your kids. And as far as I'm aware, that's uh, as a parent, as an adult, and as a child, and being able to freely go through, go between those roles. So being a parent obviously is the authoritarian but is also the cons co consoling them as a parent. So that's a really important role, obviously, and to be able to discipline them, but also at the same, at, not at the same time, but at, at very easily move to consoling them and being there for them as their parent. The second element is, and I'm rushing, I'll be rushing through these generally, they could probably have their own episode, but the second one is being the adult. So being able to sit down with them and having a mature conversation about what, how their day was and what made them laugh or what made them sad or and working through those emotions and just being like a, I guess like a not necessarily like a friend but just having an adult conversation with them no matter what age 
I think, uh, other than very, very young. And then thirdly, as a child, so being able to play goodies and baddies, being able to play cops and robbers or building forts or building uh, tree houses or cubby houses or Lego, like just being the inner child and coming down to their level. And I think there's a lot of people, particularly dads, who struggle to go through those three elements of parent, adult, child freely and also seamlessly. And I think that it's something that I'm very conscious of and something that I'm very, I think I'm pretty good at in being able to, to do that. And so I can definitely discipline them when they act out. But very soon after that, I can console them. I can talk to them on their on, on an adult level. I can talk. I can be a child and play with them silly, right? So really important, I think. And that's certainly the first takeaway that I didn't know that I had those three in me uh, before I was a father. And certainly as, I, as they get older, uh, I'm leaning on that as well. And it's interesting as well in self-reflection that when I get stressed about other things in life, I probably pull back on the child and don't play to their level because I'm stressed, but that's something that I continually work on. And that's the other thing. I'm not at all perfect at this and we're just all doing the best that we can, but these are the takeaways. Second one is understanding patience and embracing patience. And again, something that I'm not always the best at, but I remember reading something about the gap between stimulus and response is that gap is, is where your power is. And in that gap is our growth and our freedom between stimulus and response. And how we respond is, is through growth and, and, and that provides growth and freedom. So something happens that infuriates you. Or like the biggest thing for me is when they don't listen to me. I just like I, I really, it really gets to me when they just simply turn off their ears or just refuse to listen to me. And, uh, but that's the, that's certainly the stimulus. And then how I respond is really integral to that. And again, I'm no expert, but you know, probably shouting and yelling at them to tell them to, and to listen is not the best, the most constructive way to, to deal with that. It's probably going further into, uh, understanding what's going on in their life and getting down on their level. And it might be that, you know, someone, something happened at daycare or something happened at kindy or school that put them off for the day. And therefore they're, they're dealing with that internally and they're happy to just ignore me for this one moment because they're struggling for the rest. Of, they've been struggling all day about something and you don't know that. And so you as an adult lash out because you think that they should be, uh, that you expect them to have adult abilities emotionally, but they don't. And a lot of adults struggle as well, right? If you have a bad day, you're, you're sort of not really present anyway. So patience is a big one. That's number two. Um, Number three, we'll go on that point, is being present and the idea of time over things. So whenever I'm feeling like a bit disconnected as a parent, I go back to the present, finding my two feet on the ground, finding the felt sense, feeling the touch of the Lego and just being here in this moment. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing someone who's between two and four, even 18 months and four, that are just in this moment. Like we're playing basketball at the back and that is nothing else other than this next shot for them. 
or this moment of playing basketball. They don't care about what's happening for dinner. They don't care about what's happening tomorrow, whether you need to pack library bags or anything. It's just right now we are playing basketball. And there's something so pure about that and something that I think as adults we can take a lot away from is just being in this moment. I've always been a great believer in spending quality time over buying something for them. And something that I read the other day was 75% of the time that you'll ever get to spend with your kids is over by the time they turn 12. 90% of the time is gone by their eight, by the time they're 18. And that's crazy. And so I'm very conscious of, and this is the reason why I left, left the profession, I left law because I know I'm not going to get that back. Your kid is only six months, 12 months, 18 months, nine years old, whatever it is once and i'd rather them know that dad was there rather than know that and that can't be that's not everyone's situation but i guess it's more about the time that you can have with your children make it so valuable and make it so worthwhile and be present in that moment because soon enough they're going to be 18 they're going to or soon enough they're going to be teenagers no doubt and tell you to get stuffed and park you know a kilometer away from school and drop you off there so they're too embarrassed but number four is that they are their own people and it doesn't matter what you do, but they will be their own people. It's their own agency. And as having a nine-year-old now, seeing that, you know, and it's such a uh, an amazing thing to see that they are shaping their own lives from very early on. All you can do is sit back and steer them in the right, best direction as you can um, but at the end of the day, they are not you. And thankfully, I guess, <laughs> and, uh, and they are their own people. And I have three boys who are all so different in terms of personality, in terms of likes, in terms of how they respond and how they deal with life. And they've created, been, been brought up in exactly the same environment. So that's a big one is to let go of expectations or let go of where you, how you think they should act or how you think they should be and let them be their own person within the confines of social norms and manners and um, respect. And then finally, responsibility. And something that I heard about some from somebody recently was like having a child is like the longest long-term breakup you can ever have. So the idea is so you, you become a father or a mother, you become a parent and there's this enormous amount of responsibility and you've got this thing that is just a thousand percent dependent on you and they are a thousand percent dependent on you until maybe three, I don't know, two to four. So let's say then they, then they start taking responsibility for themselves a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And so as a parent, you can't just sit back and go, I'll just do everything for them. And it's something that I've had to learn, right? And so you want to encourage them taking responsibility for a little bit more every single day, essentially, because it, you're trying to you're trying to facilitate this breakup, you know, and like you love them so much, and part of you doesn't want that to happen. Part of you wants them to be dependent on you forever, but that isn't healthy. And you're trying to you're trying to create an environment where, at when the time they're eighteen or or, or whatever, that they're like, I am a fully functioning adult. I'm so I can handle myself. I've got the emotional control. I've got the physical control. I can go now, and that's what you're trying to do. And so it's such a funny relationship because they've come to you 
needing, requiring legally as well, mind you, a full responsibility. And then from, yeah, from two onwards, you're sort of hoping that they keep taking it and you're encouraging them to take it. And sometimes they fall and the FTP help them pick up, pick themselves up. But it's such an interesting dynamic. And for a long time, I guess I struggled with the idea of letting go of that responsibility and leave it, letting them do it themselves. But with the second and third child, you, you ha- it's almost forced upon you and you're like, yeah, God, go get changed yourself, man. Because, and he's like, I'm, I'm three. And you're like, yeah, give it a go. And it takes him 45 minutes to put a shirt on, but he puts his shirt on and it's back to front and upside down or whatever the situation is, but he's done it and he's so chuffed and that's what you're encouraging. And because you are encouraging this, this breakup that's going to happen at some point, um, which is a really positive thing. So that's about it. I don't know whether it's takeaways or learnings or, or whatever, but there were five things that I thought would be worthwhile chatting about when it comes to my experience as a father. I am certainly not the best at it by any stretch, but it is something that I love doing and something that sustains me. And the two biggest references in terms of readings that I have lent on is Raising Boys by Steve Bidoff. He would have to be the thought leader in all things uh, Raising Little Men and Lael Stone's Raising Resilient and Compassionate Children. Lael is Australian and the bee's knees when it comes to understanding children's emotions and their needs. So I would very much encourage you to reach out to those two types of um, authors. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this. May not be have been for everyone. That's okay. And um, I will see you in the next episode. Peace.